When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome to the 1871 podcast. And tonight, our special guest is Tom Williams from Proud Royals. And then on tomorrow's episode, we'll be looking ahead to the Legends game on Saturday. Um, But uh, welcome uh, to Tom. Uh, Hello, Tom. How are you? Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Are you all right? Yeah, yeah, we're good, thanks. Uh, I've had had COVID. Johnny's had COVID, but I think we're almost recovered now. I had it about five weeks ago, so I know how you feel. Yeah, no, a lot. Hi, Johnny, as well. Sorry. Hi, Tom. How are you? That's okay. So, um, Tom, I just want, want, if I can, to start by asking you to give us an introduction to yourself, to Proud Royals. Um, how did it all come about, really? And, you know, what's been your involvement and what's, what was the aim from the start with Proud Royals? Um, so, uh, I've obviously been a, associated with the club for 22 years. Um, I've been a fan, foremost, been a fan. Um, and when I used to go and sit on the terraces with my old man, I used to hear lots of homophobic chanting and people saying some horrible things. And you look around the stands and you can see people and their facial expressions and maybe they feel very uncomfortable or scared about what's been said. So uh, last Christmas, um, I was talking to the safety officer at Reading and I just said, something needs to be done because Reading, Reading's a little bit behind in terms of doing anything for the LGBT community. Um, and I said, I want, I want to set up a support network, not just for the LGBT community, but for everybody that is of any race, creed, you know, doesn't matter. You know, if they feel like that they need to talk to someone that, and they need that support, then they can come forward to us. So that was my idea at Christmas. And then in January, I just sat here in my bedroom and put notes down on pieces of paper and set it all up. And Twitter, I set up the Twitter page. Um, and then, yeah, it just kind of spiralled out of control from there, really. Um, and really, my aim is just to kind of 
yeah, be that network for people that maybe need the support. You know, do some events. Um, we've got things coming up in the pipeline regarding uh, the Reading Community Trust. You know, going along to some of their events, um, being a part of the Pride Festival at Reading. You know, so there's lots, lots in the pipeline. Um, it's been a slow process, but we're, we're, we're going to get there. And how does it actually work in reality, Tom? Is it is it something that people can become members of, or is it just you're just trying to raise awareness, or how how does it how does it actually work? So it's basically if if you um, we've had it a couple already. You know, if someone feels that they've been subjected to any homophobic abuse and they don't feel like that they can go to steward or feel like they can write to the club because they feel like nothing's going to be done about it then they can send us a direct email um and obviously with my links of working at the club and being close to the safety officer and you know the the top dogs at reading um i can then feed on any kind of negative stuff and they can investigate it um and i won't back down and just go there you go you deal with that I will follow it up and keep following up until such time I, I think that the club have handled the situation. Um, and obviously there's been, you know, a lot of awareness for uh, what's happened with, with racism and it's still going on. And there was a couple of stories from the, the weekend um, uh, to do with Brentford players, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, th- I think with um, homophobia and, you know, the LGBT plus community in, in general as well as a, a lot of awareness and it's growing all the time but you know are you are you focusing just on the lgbtq plus community and and making sure it's a safe environment for them as best as you can or are you kind of saying well look it's not just about that community it's about you know anyone that wants to come and watch reading regardless of whatever their sexuality or race or whatever, you know, everyone's welcome and that's what it should be about. So where's the balance between those two things? So at the beginning, um, it was mainly for the LGBT community because, you know, I've suffered hands down with lots of homophobic abuse at football. Um, But then I kind of, I sat there and realised that, actually, do you know what, the bigger picture is it's not just the LGBT community, it's everybody. So although the, the Twitter pages and the website is very about the LGBT community, I am saying that we are open to all parts of Reading Football Club. So it doesn't matter whether you're uh, gay, whether you're bi, whether you're trans, whether you're non-binary, whether you're gender fluid, you, you, you know, or black or white, or what doesn't matter. If you are feeling like you can't be a part of Reading Football Club because of X, Y, Z, then you come to us and we will make sure that that's dealt with because we don't want to see our fan base dwindle any more than what it already has. You know, we want it to. we want people to come, feel safe, feel like a part of a community because Reading Football Club is a community it's all that's what Reading Football Club is about you know when I grew up and I watched Reading at Elm Park you know 
it always had that community feel. It was about everybody that loved Reading Football Club. You know, so it doesn't matter whether you're gay, black, white. It really doesn't matter. You're all equal one person. So if you feel like you're not a part of that and you feel like you're subjected to anything, then come and see us and we will deal with the situation. Uh, and Johnny, do you want to come in now? Yeah, Tom, you were saying there earlier that Reading's a bit behind the ball on what we're doing. Can you can you kind of give us an example of where maybe other clubs or the people that you've spoken to, where we need to aim towards making things Yeah, better? I could give you a massive example. You look at uh, Proud Baggies. So West Brom Football Club, their LGBT group has been going, I, th- I believe, three years. So I, may, I may have got that wrong, I'm not sure. But they're already winning awards. They're giving out player of the season awards to the players. You know, their their group is just phenomenal. And they actually, uh, we had a Zoom meeting me and Dave Parker, the safety officer, with the guy that set up Proud Baggies. And they're just, they're just well advanced, well above where Reading Football Club are. You know, and I, I know Reading have tried in the past, and there were there was a, a Twitter page, I believe, set up, but it just doesn't go anywhere. Yeah, you know, we need to be having been on the football awards, getting awards for you know for the LGBT community. You know, we need to be amongst these clubs. You know, there's 92 clubs in the in the the football pyramid. Why are we so far behind? It's a start, though, isn't it? And now, I guess we you know. I know with the supporters' trust, and I've spoken to you before, um, you know, about us getting involved and, <clears> and supporting you. And you know, I think it, there's so much opportunity, isn't there? Now we can really start moving forward. How how could you think? You know, with with the club, with the supporters' trust, what 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 other things can we be doing? What would we need to make to make this difference and a real difference, not just saying it? Communication. We need to communicate yeah. better. There's not enough communication from the top right down to the bottom. You know, I don't want to say too much and get myself in trouble because obviously I work with the, for the club, you know, but I feel sometimes it's it's very much the, them against us. Yeah. You know, when, I, when we won the 2006, when we won the league, the record-breaking um, points to tally, the feel around the club was everybody was on the same page. Everybody was united, right from the youngsters right through to the first team up to the board of directors and the owners. Everybody had the same passion. At the moment, it you know it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like there's different groups. You know, you've got 1871, fantastic group. You've got Star who who do a wonderful job. It just kind of feels like all of these groups that we've got are not together as one. Yeah. That makes sense. Because we need to be, we need to be together with the, the owners the, the, you know, they need to kind of feel our passion because we are the ones, believe it or not, that are actually the life and bread and butter of this club. Yeah. It's, it's kind of feels so, like it's taken for granted, doesn't it? Sometimes? It does. It does. It sometimes it feels that it's just about, it's just about money and it's just about making a, an earning or investment, you know, Reading is an investment, but when you take on a football club, you're, t- you're not only just taking on the infrastructure, you're, you're taking on us as fans. Yeah. 
because we are the ones that make the Reading Football Club. Yeah, it gets lost, yeah. doesn't it? It does, and, and it it baffles me sometimes. It really does baffle me how clubs are struggling. And, you know, you look at Derby with with the Mal Morris thing and the Pride Park, and, you know, he sits there and he says that he loves Derby Football Club. But why is it in such a big mess? Why are they now in League One? You know, clubs yeah. look like Reading and Derby shouldn't be in League One or, you know, struggling and each year, you know, being near the relegation zone. But we shouldn't be. We should be fighting to get into the Premier League, which is where this club and lots of other different championship clubs should be. Yeah, Tom, um, just going back to a point you made earlier, your involvement with, with Reading Football Club, how long have you been sort of involved with with Reading uh, and what kind of sort of roles have you have you had at the club? I've been there 22 years, so a long time. Um, I started off as just uh, going there and cleaning with some friends <clears throat> and in a bit of extra buck. Um, and then I became a steward when I was old enough to become a steward. Um, and I actually left... Um, on the first game of the Premier uh, campaign when we beat Middlesbrough. And then the company I work for, Sans Security, which is our media sponsors at uh, Proud Royals, um, gave me an opportunity to get back into it. And I've been back five seasons now. Um, And I love it. I absolutely love it. I'm a match day supervisor. I looked after Club 1871 and the way-ends. It's a challenge sometimes um but i you know i do embrace it and i do love it because i get to be amongst the fans and see their delight when we're winning and share their pain when we're losing you know and it's nice especially when you get recognized and people come up and they shake their hand and say hi tom and say nice comments like you're the best steward we've got that kind of stuff but not getting too (laughs) big-headed and tom do you think there do you think there have been improvements in terms of the the you know, starting from the general awareness, do you feel more comfortable? Um, you know, and what's Reading like as as a, you said, it's a bit behind in terms of, you know, promoting what you're doing and, and that sort of thing. But uh, Reading doesn't strike me as one of the clubs where there's a as a big problem. Or you know, are you going to tell me something different? Um, I, I have to watch what I say. Um. There, there, there is certain issues. I think that's uh, clear to see. I think as a fan, we can see there is certain issues. Um, I'll give you a prime example. I've uh, sent multiple emails and phone calls to select car leasing to see if they would like to be on board with Proud Royals and maybe do some advertising for around the stadium bowl. Bloody, 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 blah. And I've heard nothing back, you know. So it's kind of like, I, you know, there there is a little bit of a divide, and there is other stuff going on. And I get I get financially we're under the you know the financial fair play ruling, and we can't necessarily afford to do certain things. But I think also, you know, they are a good bunch of people at Reading Football Club. The people that work at the top. 
you know, I speak very highly of them, a lot of them, because they try their best day in, day out. You know, it's not just the CEO, you know, you've got the tea ladies downstairs, you've got the, the ground staff. They all work tremendously hard and under the pressure that they've got. So, you know, I would never say that they're not trying for the love of Reading Football Club. I just think there needs to be a little bit more communication. There needs to be, that unity needs to come back. You know, I think we need that that togetherness like we did in when we won the league. You know, everybody needs to be on the same page. You know, it's like Proud Royals, Club 1871, Star, Elm Park Royals. They all need to be as one big group and just kind of be together. But this yeah. is this is a a general issue, isn't it? As well, it doesn't of just affect you. It's just it's it's something that the club has been criticised for in in general, isn't it? Like you, you know, your your fans, like we're we're fans, like everyone who goes to watch Reading are, are fans of Reading, regardless of you know who who they are and their sexual identity and race and gender and so on. You know, we're all we're all fans so there are some general issues there but in terms of um you know fighting against homophobia and um supporting you what what is kind of a if you like an easy first step for the club to make or you know or even any fans who are listening to this who want to support you in some way what, what's a what's something easy that, that the fans can do to support you become a member you know, that's, that we, we need members. So if you want to become a member, all you have to do is go on the website um, and just put in your details. The more members what's the, what's we the have. address, Tom? Sorry, say that again. What is the website address? So it's www.proudroyals.co.uk. Okay. Um, and if you can't find it, it's on our Twitter page as well. But be, becoming a member is a big thing. You know, we have only got, I think, 24 members so far. You know, and you don't have to be gay to be a member. Just being a fan, you know, become a member because, you know, you might experience something that you might want to talk to us about. So I think that bit is, first of all, is to become a member. That that would help out a lot and that would um, spread more awareness that we are about. Yeah. You know, because it's been been very slow to start off with. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, it's a struggle. Yeah, and Proud Royals is proud, you know, Proud Royals, Proud Baggies. Everyone thinks of that as being associated with the LGBTQ plus community. Mm -hmm. But of course, Proud Royals applies to anyone who supports Reading. You want to be proud of your club. So it doesn't, you know, it doesn't matter um, what race or sexuality you well, are. I'll give you a little insight. The reason why I called it Proud Royals is not just because to be proud about being gay. I named it Proud Royals because I'm proud to be a Reading fan. And that, that's the onus around why I called it that. 
you know, because it is all about Reading Football Club. It's the other issues with homophobic. That's just that's fundamental issues. That that's stuff we can deal with. But first and foremost, being proud to call myself a Reading fan. You know, when people stop me in the street and say, oh, "What team do you support?" I never sit there and say I support Man United or Chelsea or Liverpool because I clearly don't. You know, my heart belongs to Reading Football Club. You know, and that's run through generations of my family. I'm, and I'm proud of that. You know, I'm proud of the heritage of Reading Football Club and how far we've come in so many years. Do you know what I mean? So that's what that title means, Proud Royals. It's not just about LGBT. It's about being proud to be an, a fan. Yeah. And, and what, do you think, what do you think the one um, step that, that Reading Football Club could take to just to support you, maybe show... Uh, you know, show their support and help with the awareness. What's one kind of first step they could take towards supporting A bit you? more an acknowledgement, I think. Um, obviously, they put the uh, Proud Royals logo on the, the main screen on match days. Um, but they never seem to retweet our posts or like any of our posts. You know, it, it always just seems to be Club 871, Elm Park Royals, Tyler End, you guys, you know, so a bit more acknowledgement, a bit more support in that kind of area, you know, because they're not showing that at the moment, unfortunately. Just putting someone on screen is, yeah, it's great, but that, that's, that doesn't show that you're really supporting very much. Uh, and Johnny, do you want to come back in? <clears throat> Johnny? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the Proud Roars. I think it's a brilliant movement. And I think, you know, it, it, the more we can talk about it and get it out there for people to join, it's huge. I was going to ask you, Tom, um, Blackpool player Jake Daniels um, came out to say that he's gay, first professional footballer in the UK since Justin Fashion. I hate the term coming out and the language around that. Me too. But what, 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 um, what do you make of that? From a plan side, in the in the women's game, sexuality it's kind of not such a big issue. It's just what people. Because no, most most women in women's game, no offence, but most of them are LGBT community. Yeah. So people don't bat an eyelid. Um, yeah. But Jake, I, I actually uh, sent him a message today, um, which he hasn't replied, obviously. But you know, I think he's amazing for seventeen years of age to to be able to come out as a professional footballer and say, I am openly gay. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's just that for his age. That is amazing. You know, I couldn't come out until I was 18, 17, 18 fully. You know, I, I told my dad at a younger age, a little bit younger, yeah. but I, I couldn't, I didn't have the nerve to, to kind of say to people, I'm, I'm gay. And when you're in, in the public eye and you're a promising young footballer like he is, you know, to be able to come out and say to the world that I am gay, that I hold my hats off to him. It's amazing. You know, it's a very young great man. thing to do. And he'll get our support and I'm sure he'll get support from all over the football community. Well, I think, we, I think yeah, John's we'll had a step. few issues with, with his internet. So, um, uh, Tom, you know, on, on that, somebody like that who 
you know, makes a statement. That is a big step forward, you know, in, in football in general, society, for, for somebody like that to do that early this week. Um, so what do you think that someone like that is is less likely to get abuse, more likely to get abuse? And if they, you know, if they do start getting abuse, um, what can people do to support someone like that who's, who's been very open about it? Um, I think he's... I think you're going to get um, abuse in any type of walks of life. It, it's still happening. I, I still get it today, you know. I, I, just, I don't think it kind of matters of what job you do or what profession you're in. If you're gay and you're open about it, people know people will give you abuse. Um, I think the only thing that as human beings that we can do is is to kind of support him and be that kind of shoulder to to kind of cry on if he needs to. You know, he's got his family around him who are 100% supportive, and that's what I had. I had my my family were just amazing. And if people aren't amazing and they are homophobic or they don't agree with it, then, as my nan would say, they're not worth anything in life. That Let them get on with their own lives, you know, you, you people that are around you and people that care about you are the ones that are important. And Jake will get 100% support from from Blackpool, from, you know, the fans, hopefully, you know. He will hear it. Unfortunately, that is day and age life. People are still not accepted of it. You know, you look at uh, the two Brentford players this week who were racially abused, their families were racially abused. You know, it, it's disgusting. It's 21st century. I don't understand why we're living in such a world where there's so much negativity and so much hatred towards someone's skin colour or someone's sexual belief, you know? It it baffles me. Mm. But you just got to have strong connections around you that will keep you going. And that, that's what I had. And now I don't I don't care less what people call me. It's just it's water for ducks back for me now. Uh, and Johnny, are you have, have we still got you? Are you still Yeah, got- hopefully. The wind might have changed direction here in Ireland again, so I do apologise. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, but I think at the same time, like for, you know, for fans that are listening here as well, that you know are struggling with their identity, for use of a better word, what what kind of message can you put out for them as well? Like, you know, how what support is there out there outside of, you know, for somebody with, struggling with their sexuality or having issues, and so there, there, there's nowhere to go. There's plenty of support, you know. It's just where you've got to look to find it. Um, if you if you need support and you, you don't know the channels to go or come to us, we have, you know, we have connections with um, Support You, which is a, a charity that in based in Reading that deals with um, issues like that. And they've got, like, multiple organisations that um, they could list numbers to for, like, help and stuff like that. Um so just come to us and we'll put you in touch with, you know, with someone that can help you, you know, just even if just to listen, we'll, we'll sit there and listen, you know, I've got a team that are good enough to just to listen. And, and Tom, um, just tell us about you as a, a Reading fan. Um, you know, we, Johnny and I talk about it a lot. Our favourite season player, favourite game, you know, the, the, 
the four-three comeback game against Plymouth, the record-breaking Royals, the Mark McGee team, the one-zero-six season. We, we've talked about all of those things. What, what about you? What are your, you know, your your best times as a as a Reading fan? Uh, my best times as a Reading fan was probably when we were down at Southampton. I was there that night, and that that was just bonkers. I've never experienced anything like it in my life, you know. Um, but for me, to be honest, every single day, uh, every single game, sorry, that I stand on when I come inside after being outside doing what I need to do, and I always come inside for kickoff, and just hearing that roar and just seeing the smiles on people's faces from Club 1871 right through East Stand, right through the Eamon Donan Stand. You know, it brings hairs in the back of my neck every single time. And I actually get quite emotional because I'm I'm potty about Reading Football Club. You ask my friends, I, that's all I talk about is Reading Football Club. And they're, they're looking at me because like, they don't like football. They're like, shut up, Tom. <laughs> do, 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 do you know what I mean? Um, but as for favourite player, I, I've got a few. But I think for me it was Marcus Hahnemann because I, I knew Marcus Hahnemann because I used to live quite close to where he used to live. And he was just an amazing character, an amazing guy. And he had so much love and affection towards the fans, you know. And so for me, it's him, you know, and probably Kevin Doyle and Shane Long, just because they're their goals. Oh, and Alf, Alfie, I can't forget him. <laughs> and, it, and I just wondered, Tom, are, are there any Reading players in particular or... You know, and anyone else from within football who um, you sort of looked at, and they've they've come out, and so you, you've had Ivan Tony going back to the weekend, for example, talking about what's happened to his family. Um, you know, and that there's been players from lots of different clubs who've, who've talked about it. But is there anyone from from Reading or or other people who who have been very supportive about you know? fighting against, obviously we hear a lot about racism, but also like homophobia. Is, is there anyone at Reading who, who you feel is particularly supportive of what you're doing? Um, no. Okay. No. I, I haven't had any um, messages from any Reading players. Um, I've actually tried to contact a few ex-Reading players to become like an ambassador role and a few of them aren't interested. I'm not going to name names, but it, yeah, it's the support is maybe not as good as it should be. Um, but I get, you know, we've had a tough season. Everybody um, is really busy. Um, I'd say probably I, I, I tell a lie. Tom McIntyre, you know, I've seen him out and about, and I've had a brief conversation with him and Luke Southwood. So they, they know about it, and they've been quite supportive, but not in the public immediate eye, but face-to-face. But in terms of, like, up there with, like, either Captain Morrison or even when Moore was here, no, not really. Mm. Um, even when I announced Proud Royals, I had nothing. Nothing from any of the players, not you know, or... Anyone really? It took a while before anyone decided to want him to retweet or announce Crown Royals and get involved. You know. But what about what about other clubs? Uh, do you see 
you know, is there a, a really, you, you mentioned Proud Baggies as a really good example. Um, what is it that they're doing that's been successful? Is that, is that to do with the support of their club? Is, is it other things? Yeah, they've got tremendous support. Their support runs from the owners right through. You know, they've got three, 400 members, I believe. And it's growing each time. And they do a lot of events and a lot of charity work. And, you know, and we will do all of that. I aim, you know, I want to aim to do, uh, hopefully next season, or this season, sorry, uh, Player of the Season Award. And actually um, present it to the player at the end of, you know, this season. Um, so that's on my bucket list to do, but you know they're they're a different league above us, unfortunately, just because they've had a bit more time to to get all of this stuff together, and they've got a bigger team, and they've got funding, and because I'm I'm funding everything that's coming out of my pocket, mm. and that's what people don't realise. So, like, so that's why it looks like nothing's really happening is because it's all got to come out of my 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 own pocket. You know, so I, I need to kind of work with, try and get hold of the club and see if they've got, you know, any any kind of little little bit of money to kind of make a flag and put it in the corner or, um, I don't know, something. Oh, sorry, you there? Yeah, <laughs> something um around the hoarding around the stadium. You know, just yeah. something. Yeah. Well, so, uh, look, yeah. We wish you we wish you luck with that, and and obviously when you start something new, it, it can be difficult to get the ball rolling. But hopefully you'll start to get more support. And um, but oh, listen, I've had I've had great support from all of the groups that you know Club Eight and Seventy One have been amazing, uh, Star have been amazing, you know even yourself guys and everyone through the the channels of the groups have all been lending their support and you know, saying good stuff and nice stuff. And it, it's great. You know, I do appreciate it all. It goes John, a long way when you've got support from groups. Yeah, and Johnny, have you got, got anything you'd like to um, finish off with? Yeah, I say, Tom, I, I think, you know, you're inspirational. It really is to see, you know, the difference that you're making. And it's such a huge thing that it's normal. And it has to be done with football fans, regardless of, of our sexuality. Proud Royals, that's us, isn't it? And we need to make that stand and actually, you know, get these conversations happening. Um, is there anything else that we can do, in, you know, as, even just from our side as these folks on podcasts? Uh, just get people to become members, you know. Plug it, retweet us, you know. No just problem. keep doing what you're doing. You know, you guys are great. and I've, I've got a lot of work to do. My team have got a lot of work to do. It's going to take time. It's not going to happen overnight, you know. Um and the other side of things is I don't want people just to think just because I'm a, sh- a supervisor at the stadium that they can't come forward to me because there's a, there's a fine line. There's a, I have to draw a line. So when I'm on a match day supervisor, I'm there to do a job. I'm paid to do a job and I have to do the job to my best of my ability, you know, because if I don't do it, I don't have a job. But outside of being a steward, I'm a fan. Reading is in my blood. Reading is in my heart. Those fans are in my heart every single match day. So, you know, I don't want them to feel like they 
they can't approach me for anything because they can. Yeah. You know, the website's up, my number's on the website. Just just contact me. Do you know what I mean? I mean, that's what I'm here for. And, and Tom, just finally, give give us the website address if anyone does want to get in touch who's listening. Uh, what's the website address again? So it's www.proudroyals.co.uk. Okay, Tom. Well, thanks ever much, uh, ever so much for being a guest. And, and just a reminder that on tomorrow's episode, we'll be looking ahead to the Legends game on Saturday. So that's it for tonight. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah. So, Thank you to um, Tom, our special guest, and thank you for You're welcome as usual. Sports Social Podcast Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.